This Week with Lordship Community Church. I'm the Reverend Jeff Lukens, and I'm the pastor here. We worship live online each Sunday morning at thelordshipchurch.org slash live. Here is this week's scripture and message. morning comes from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Don't you know that your body, body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Don't you know that you have the Holy Spirit from God and you don't belong to yourselves? You have been brought to pay for, so honor God with your body. And from Paul's letter to the church in Rome, so beloved in Christ because of God's mercies, I encourage you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and pleasing to God. This is your appropriate priestly service. Don't be conformed that to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you can figure out what God's will is. What is God? What God is good and pleasing in matter? This is the word for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God of inspiration, break into the wilderness of our lives the uncertainty, the confusion, and the distractions from your word with a moment of clarity, grace, and understanding that encourages us and molds us through your word and by your spirit in Christ's image. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This fall, we are exploring various ways we can make connections with our daily, ordinary lives and the presence of God all around us. In a world that just seems so upside down lately, it can be hard to find any semblance of meaning or groundedness. Our lives have become so fragmented that we forget whose love we are rooted in. 
We struggle to connect our ordinary lives with the sacredness of it all. And so in this worship series, we are discovering that there are no parts of our lives that are secular, that are untouched and disconnected from the real sacred work of worship and prayer. Every day is a sacred, ordinary day. Now, most of you know that I grew up in the United Church of Christ, right here in Connecticut. And like the good Congregationalist that I am, for the longest time I considered my faith to be an intellectual exercise. You've heard the saying, I'm spiritual but not religious. Well... I was religious, but not spiritual. But about 20 years ago or so, right around the time I started to discern my call into ministry, I started feeling like something was missing. I believed in my head, but my heart and my soul were missing out on the experience. So I tried adding some spiritual practices to my life and realized something really quickly. Spirituality is something that we have to work at. It doesn't just come naturally for many people. We need to cultivate it. Sensing God's presence in our lives isn't something that comes any more automatically than getting into an exercise routine. Over the life of the church universal, we have become pretty good at keeping God at a distance by designating only certain spaces as secular, as sacred, I mean, and only allowing a few special people into that sacred space. We've heard the stories of the temple in ancient Judaism where only a certain class of of priests were able to enter into the room where the tabernacle was, the holiest of holies. And and throughout the history of the church, there have been that as well. But this false idea that God is separated from us has also interjected separations into all of our life. We separate body and soul. We separate individual versus community. We separate humanity versus the natural world. And all of these separations isolate us from creation, from one another, from God. What we miss out on then is seeing God in the world all around us seeing God in other people, and seeing God in creation. So if we want to integrate our lives more fully into the joy of God, it'll take some effort on our parts. True spirituality is something that has to be cultivated. It's not the default mode we fall back on for most of us. Genuine spirituality is something that we have 
to practice. Now, for some, the traditional ways of doing that will work. Maybe studying the Bible, praying, tithing, serving. For others, though, it takes different practices that reinforce the truth that all of the space around us is sacred space. There is no place we can go and not be surrounded by God's Spirit. Now, I know we're not really into taking the time to cultivate things lately, are we? We'd much rather just pull out our phones, order something up on an app, and have it show up on our doorstep in either a few hours or a few days. But if we are going to live in the joy of God's presence and God's life and love, we're going to have to be intentional about seeking to integrate our faith into our daily lives. We're going to have to cultivate a sense of God's presence through the spirit that constantly surrounds us. And all of this has been, is the premise of the book that inspired this worship series this fall. In Liturgy of the Ordinary, Sacred Practices for the Everyday, the Reverend Tish Harrison Warren helps connect the ordinary daily routines with God's presence in our lives. This week, we are especially looking at our chapter on brushing teeth as a reminder that we live in bodies that God loves and God calls good. Culture tells us that our bodies are not good enough. That we need to get this serum cream or that surgery or join this weight loss program in order to have an acceptable body. And the stoicism of New England Protestantism may tell us that our faith is just an intellectual exercise. And fundamentalist evangelical Christianity may tell us that our bodies are a sinful source of lust and evil. And in reality, none of that is accurate. In Christianity, our bodies matter profoundly. In the scriptures, we find that our faith honors and values our bodies. And at its root, Christianity is an embodied faith. And therefore, our bodies are integral to our worship. So I want you to listen to these words from the book of Genesis, from the first creation story. When God began to create the heavens and earth, the earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea, and God's wind swept over the waters. And then God said, Let us make humanity in our image to resemble us, so that they may take charge of the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the earth, and all the crawling things on earth. God created humanity in God's own image, In the divine image, God created them. Male and female, God created them. God blessed them and said to them, 
Be fertile and multiply. Fill the earth and master it. Take charge of the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and everything crawling on the ground. And then God said, I now give you all the plants on the earth that yield seeds and all the trees whose fruit produces its seeds within it. These will be your food. To all wildlife, to all the birds in the sky, and to everything crawling on the ground, everything that breathes, I give all the green grasses for food. And that's what happened. God saw everything that had been made and declared it supremely good. In the beginning, God created us in God's own image. We were created with this, all the spirit and all the creativity and capacity for hopes and dreams, joy and sorrow, forgiveness and grace that are essential to God's own self. And God calls us supremely good. And in Jesus, we believe that God became human. And by doing so, God embraced human embodiment in, right in its fullness, all the way down from, to our teeth and our toenails. And because of Christ's embodiment, the ways we care for our bodies are not meaningless. They're not just necessities that keep us well enough to do the real work of worship and discipleship. These small tasks of caring for our bodies, brushing our teeth, clipping our nails, as routine as they are, they act as an embodied confession that our Creator, who mysteriously became flesh, has made our bodies well and deserves our praise through our very bodies. All of our cells, our muscles, our teeth, our t tissue. And in our readings from Paul this morning, he is writing to the communities in Corinth and Rome to encourage them to present to God a full-bodied worship, a living sacrifice. For Paul, this approach for Paul, this, this happens in a community as we live out our faith by serving one another to build up God's community, the body of Christ. The quality of our worship in God's and Paul's view is not what we do here on a Sunday morning, but what we are doing the other 167 hours of the week. Now I know, again, as Stoic New England Protestants, living an embodied faith may not come easy to us. I certainly felt weird the first few times I tried using my body to pray outside the act of folding my hands and bowing my head. But with some practice, it got easier. In his book, Earth and Vessels, Matthew Lee Anderson suggests that just as basketball players train their bodies through, through dri practice drills, practicing the presentation of our bodies as a living sacrifice through the raising of hands, lifting our eyes to the heaven, kneeling or re and reciting prayers simply trains ours, us in our whole person, 
body and soul to be oriented around the throne of grace. So this week I have two practices for you to experiment with. As a reminder, I'm suggesting different practices each week for us to try out. So the first one is a simple reminder when you are brushing your teeth. When you brush those teeth, think of it as a reminder that God created you and your body for good. And the second is to experiment with different positions for prayer. Perhaps you raise your arms to the heaven, look up in, at God and pray, or maybe you're doing yoga or exercise and you say a prayer as you are in the middle of your exercise. His friends, there are no wrong ways to pray with your body. Our bodies are central to our life in Christ. Our bodies and our souls are inseparable. So present them to God as a living sacrifice. For God has named you beloved and created you supremely good. Amen. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. And you can visit us at www dot the lordship church dot org where you can find a link to make a donation towards our ministries thank you and god bless